was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that has been made. In Him is life, and the life is the light of men. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. My name is Pastor Kosa, and I bring you your word of faith, the word of God that is able to build you and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. You will be blessed today as you receive the word of faith into your spirit. Your life will never be the same today. Glory to Jesus. Precious one, we continue our episode for, for this week on the subject, the Holy Spirit of God. And today's segment, we're going to look at the witness of Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost and the witness of Jesus Christ. Turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8. There is a profound scripture there which reads, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost part of the earth. Hear me carefully, precious one. Jesus walked upon the face of the earth. Then he said, I must go. Because if I do not go, the comforter will not come. Then when it was time for him to depart, he said to his disciples, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Before that, he had told them a lot about the Holy Spirit, his Father who dwelleth in him, the one who doeth the works, the spiritual works, the invisible person who is always behind the supernatural. All right? And so he said, you will receive power, power, the energy of God, the power, power is the ability to do work, alright? Power is the ability to do work. And this power here is God's ability to do work. He says you automatically receive the ability of God to produce work or to get work done after that the Holy Ghost has come. But you see, there is a reason God doesn't do anything for doing sake. There is a reason for the giving of the Holy Spirit of God. Alright? Why did God or Jesus wanted his disciples to have the Holy Spirit? It was not primarily because he wanted them to get work done. No. But Jesus knew that after his death and resurrection, there will be a need for witnesses, witnesses to go out there and proclaim to the world that Jesus died, but he is risen. And he has bought our redemption for us. You are a free man. You are a free man. Jesus is risen. How am I so sure that Jesus is risen? There is a need for a witness. How will I know that truly he bought freedom for mankind? There has to be a witness. And so he said, you will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. And you will be my witnesses. Alright. So it means that the Holy Spirit is linked to God's supernatural ability to get work done. 
This supernatural ability to get work done called power is linked to the witnessing of Jesus Christ. So it means that for the Holy Ghost to be effective in our life, we must be in alignment with the purpose for which the Holy Ghost came. And that is a fact that we need to be witnesses. You see, we need to go out there. The, the essence of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives is not to speak in tongues. That is not the primary essence. It's not to speak in tongues. No. The essence is to be the witness of God with power. So I go out there and say, Jesus is risen. Then somebody asked me, how, how do you know that Jesus is risen? He said, this, this same Jesus gave me power. And this is the demonstration of the power of Jesus Christ. Wow. Jesus has bought your redemption. How do I know? He says, I am a free, I'm a free man. I used to be addicted. But by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, I have broken out of that addiction. And so if the person who is listening, listening to me is also in addiction, he can look at my witness and believe that he too can be free. If I have been free by that same name, by that same faith in Jesus Christ, then why don't I try and see? Perhaps I can also be free. So that the power of the Holy Spirit of God or the ever-abiding presence of the Holy Spirit of God is to make our life a living example and proof as witnesses of the death, the resurrection, and the freedom of Christ for mankind. Precious one, precious one, I came to tell you, if you have the Holy Spirit of God, it is time to put it to work. If you do not witness, the power will not, will not be generated. If the power is not generated, then the Holy Spirit becomes dormant in our lives. Let me say it again. The Holy Spirit is connected to power. His presence brings power. This power makes our witnessing easier. Okay, everybody goes to court. He has to produce witnesses for his claim. All right, Jesus says that he's the son of God. Jesus says he's God. Jesus says he died and rose again. Jesus says he has made you and me free. He bought it. How true is that? Where is his witness? Where is his proof? You and me are supposed to be proof. And the only way we can meet, we can demonstrate supernatural proof for this supernatural claim is for the Holy Spirit of God to reside and work through our lives. So that if the Holy Spirit is linked to power, and this power is supposed to be for witnessing, then until we witness, we will not see the power at work. Neither will it be evident that we are a recipient of the Holy Spirit of God. Today, many Christians cannot witness. They don't want to witness. And so they don't see the power of God. Where is the power of God that we have read in the book of Acts? The Acts of the Apostles that we've read in Scripture. 
These signs followed them. Wherever they went, it followed them. And wherever they went, they witnessed and shared the message he is risen. Beloved, if you want to see God's power at work in you, today and in every area of your life, I came to tell you, it is time to wake up and witness. Witness, witness to the one near you, witness to the one farther from you, witness to male and female, young and old, educated, uneducated, you will see the power of God at work in your life like never before. In the name of Jesus, this is the reason and the purpose for the Holy Ghost in our life. So then he said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will raise the dead. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Because they are witnesses. They are witnesses. I remember the other day, Paul as a witness of Jesus Christ was put in bones, being carried away to Rome on a ship. And the Bible says that there arose a mighty storm. And the Bible says that the ship wrecked. And they had to swim to shore. And when they swam to shore, the, the people of the, of the land said that, Oh, thanks be to God, that their lives have been saved. And the Bible says, as they sat and warmed themselves, because it was cold, by a fire, the Bible says that a viper came out of the woods and fastened itself around the hands of Paul and bit him. And the Bible says everybody was expecting for Paul to get swollen, fall down and die. The Bible says he shook off the snake into the fire. And as they looked upon him, expecting him to die, and he did not die, the Bible says that if before that, they said that this guy must be a wicked and a criminal guy, such that having escaped the death that he was supposed to die by sea because of the storm, even having escaped, there is still death still pursue him that this animal has fastened around his hand and bitten him. The Bible says when they looked upon him that he would die and he did not die. The Bible says they confess this guy is a god. Why? This is the witness of the supernatural. And therefore, the Bible says Paul uses as an opportunity to minister to the people in that time. Prayed for the sick and healed them. And the Bible says that they believed on whom Paul presented unto them, Jesus Christ, our Lord. This is what is supposed to be the life of the, of the Christian who has received the Holy Spirit of God. May this be our vision as Christians to primarily focus our energy and our life on witnessing, to demonstrate the supernatural and let the Holy Ghost be evident in our life and Jesus' name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name, I declare it into our lives. Hallelujah. Precious one, I believe that your life is never the same. I believe that you have been blessed by this message. Why don't you share it with somebody? The person also will be blessed by the same message. Write to us at ps.korsah at gmail.com. We'd like to hear from your testimonies, your questions, and the clarity you seek. You can download the Anchor app on Google Store, Apple Store, 
and subscribe to the Word of Faith podcast. There are tons of resources there to help you walk the walk of faith. If you've not given your life to Christ, today is a great opportunity for you to give your life to Christ. We always took opportunity, uh, took the opportunity when it presented itself. Today is a great opportunity. Seize it. If you've not given your life to Christ, I urge you, put your hand on your chest and say this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead and I confess with my mouth that you are Lord and Master over my life. I receive a new life today. The old has passed away and the new has come. I believe that you have come to dwell in my heart by faith, Jesus. Make therefore my life a wonder. Make me a witness of your name and your power. Hallelujah. Precious one, Christ has come to dwell in your heart by faith. Find a Bible-believing church and attach yourself thereby. You will grow and grow and grow in Christ, demonstrating the supernatural and the and the glory of God. May God keep you. May God help you. May God exhort you. May God enlarge you. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah.